0: happy monday everybody my name is brandon rosa and welcome to episode 169 of the xbox in 10 podcast your weekly source of xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes every monday this podcast covers new game releases the previous week's gaming news and we all learn an xbox related fun fact together apologies on the audio this week as i'm currently battling through covid while i record bear with me this show is on youtube and podcast services around the world so please subscribe in your favorite and leave a review Xbox 10.com, no numbers, is your quick source for links to all of our podcast destinations and social media profiles which you can follow at Xbox 10. To start, let's talk game releases. The big game out last week was Madden NFL 23, and the games coming out this week include Midnight Flight Express, Saints Row, VR is Recharged, Are You Smarter Than a 5th Grader, Fallen Legion, Rise to Glory, Fallen Legion Revenants, Path of Exile, Lake of Calendra, Flat Heroes, Fistlets. Opus Echo of Starsong Full Bloom Edition, F1 Manager 2022, SD Gundam Battle Alliance, Richman 10, The Company Man, Soul Hackers 2, Aquadine, Pac-Man World Repack, and NHRA Championship Drag Racing Speed for All. A bunch of new games over the last week have been announced, coming soon and available now on Game Pass. Let's review. Available now on Cloud Console and PC, you can play Coffee Talk. Then on August 23rd, Midnight Flight Express on Cloud Console and PC. Then on August 25th, you can pick up Exopunks on PC and Opus Echo of Star Song Full Bloom Edition on Console and PC. August 30th, you can play Commandos 3 HD Remaster on Cloud Console and PC, as well as Immortality on Cloud PC and Series X and S, Immortal's Phoenix Riding on Cloud Console and PC, and then Tinykin on Console and PC, as well all being available now on PC Game Pass, which were announced at QuakeCon. You can play an Elder Scrolls Legend Battle Spire, Quake 4, Return to Castle Wolfenstein, The Elder Scrolls Adventures Red Guard, and Wolfenstein 3D. Now with last week's biggest news stories, and we have 8 to cover this week. Number 1. Death Stranding joins PC Game Pass soon. Sean Carey at True Achievements writes, After days of teasing, Microsoft has officially announced that Hideo Kojima's Death Stranding will join Xbox Game Pass soon. As revealed over on Xbox Wire, Death Stranding will join PC Game Pass on August 23rd, The news comes after a series of teases from the pc game pass twitter account death stranding first appeared on playstation as a ps4 exclusive before publisher 505 games brought the open world action adventure game to pc 505 games has confirmed that this is the original version of death stranding and not the recently released director's cut version which includes features such as extra missions more structures replayable boss battles and more however pc game pass players can expect features such as ultra wide mode photo mode, high frame rate, and crossover content from some very well-known franchises. You'll also be allowed to unlock the following as you progress through Death Stranding's story. Chiral Gold Omni Reflector Ludin's Mask Sunglasses, color variant. Gold and Silver Power Skeleton, All Terrain Skeleton and Armor Plates. In Death Stranding you play as Sam Porter Bridgers who is tasked with reconnecting a devastating United States after a supernatural event nearly destroys the country and unleashes monsters from another world. You will need to traverse long distances to deliver much-needed supplies connect colonies to save the human race from extinction another one of these moments in news stories like mlb the show coming in game pass of how did this happen now i understand 505 games was the publisher of this game but it's just such a funny look for sony to see one of their what we thought was a first party exclusive come to pc game pass after last week we were talking about how they were keeping games off of game pass by sony paying developers blocking them truly crazy stuff but go play this game it was truly special and something i've never played before Number 2. The Ubisoft Plus subscription service may launch soon on Xbox. Jordan Midler at VGC writes, A logo for the service has been found by at Aluminia Italia, a user that scrapes the Xbox backend. The service was announced to be coming to Xbox in January, but this could indicate that Ubisoft is getting to launch its currently PC-only version on Xbox soon. Originally launched for PC as Uplay Plus in September of 2019, Ubisoft Plus offers access to over 100 Ubisoft titles, including new games and DLC at launch, for $14.99 per month. For $17.99 per month, subscribers can access Ubisoft Plus on cloud gaming platform Stadia as well as PC. Quote, we will offer the Ubisoft Plus subscription service to Xbox owners so that they can enjoy the full content of our Ubisoft Plus game library, including new releases on their consoles, said Chris Early, Ubisoft Senior VP of Strategic Partnerships and Business Development at the time of the announcement. Ubisoft offers currently a large selection of classic titles as part of certain tiers of PlayStation Plus. It's unclear if Ubisoft Plus would be integrated into Xbox Game Pass Ultimate in the same way EA Play is. However, EA Play also offers a PC-only tier, which gives users new full price games as part of the subscription. This isn't offered on consoles currently. I like that we're going to have more options to consume and get the content that we want, when we want, and how we want it. There are just too many subscription services, but if this does get rolled into what I already pay for in Xbox Game Pass, that would be awesome. I can't imagine that to be the case, especially considering some of the ties they now have with PlayStation and their services, but we shall see, and it seems like pretty soon. Number 3. First Ever Disney and Marvel Game Showcase Coming in September Ryan Dinsdale at IGN writes, A first ever Disney and Marvel Game Showcase will debut next month, featuring brand new video game announcements from the likes of Star Wars, Pixar, Marvel, and more. The digital showcase will debut during the D23 Expo on September 9th, and has already promised further updates on Marvel's Midnight Suns, Amy Hennig's Marvel Ensemble Game from Skydance New Media, Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga, and Disney Dreamlight Valley. Marvel Games, Lucasfilm Games, and 20th Century Games will be present to some degree during the showcase, bringing reveals, announcements, and trailers for new and upcoming games, according to Disney. The Disney and Marvel Games Showcase will be streamed simultaneously online, meaning even those not at the D23 Expo can watch along. It will be available on the Expo's YouTube and social media channels, alongside Disney and Marvel's main channels at 4 p.m. Eastern. There is potentially a lot of exciting things we could see here. Now I am biased being a huge Star Wars and Marvel fan, so I'm excited to see if we get a closer look at Star Wars Jedi Survivor, what does Amy Henning's game look like, what shape is it in, could we get also Spider-Man 2 further on that, and Wolverine which seems to be farther out. Just so many possibilities I can't wait to what we see on September 9th. Number 4. Xbox Game Pass Day 1 Shooter High on Life Delayed. Sean Carey at True Achievements writes, High on Life, the upcoming game from Rick and Morty co-creator Justin Roiland, has been delayed. The shooter, which is coming to Xbox Game Pass on day one, will now launch in December. Developer Squanch Games announced a delay on Twitter, and thankfully it's only a short one. High on Life was originally set to launch on Game Pass on October 25th. It has been pushed back six weeks to December 13th. Quote, High on Life is still coming in 2022, end quote, Squanch Games says. Quote, the team at Squatch Games is working hard towards developing the best gaming experiences to hit your screens and a little extra time to squash some bugs that never hurts. With that in mind, our new launch date is set to December 13th, 2022, end quote. This is disappointing. I really wanted to get my hands on this game. It was something to look forward to this year, which there isn't very much. But we at least will get a closer look at the game at Opening Night Live, which is August 23rd, if you're listening to this on Monday, that is tomorrow. And it just seems wacky and fun, and from the crazy mind of Justin Rowland, I'm excited to check this out day one as part of my subscription. Number 5, Lord of the Rings, Embracer Group buys the rights to make games, movies, and more. Ryan Dinsdale at IGN writes, Colossal Video Games Holding Company, Embracer Group, has entered into an agreement to purchase the rights to The Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit, and will explore opportunities to create new games, movies, and more based on the IP. Embracer has acquired Middle Earth Enterprises from the Sol Zentz Company, and with it the worldwide rights to motion pictures, video games, board games, merchandising, theme parks, and stage productions relating to the writing of J.R.R. Tolkien, as well as matching rights in literary works authorized by the Tolkien Estate and HarperCollins. The majority of Lord of the Rings media to be released in the last few decades is ultimately owned by Middle Earth Enterprises, with assets being licensed out for the creation of the likes of Peter Jackson's film trilogies, the Lord of the Rings video games, and so on. I had to touch on this, as this is one of the biggest and craziest stories I've seen in a while. Embracer Group, who now owns just a billion companies, employing over I think 14,000 employees, which is just wild and seems impossible to manage, has now purchased the rights to Lord of the Rings. How is this even for sale? That's what blows my mind. But if I can ask for something here, please remaster the Lord of the Rings The Return of the King video game. I was obsessed with this game and could not put it down. The game still holds up today. Bring it back for me, please embrace your group. Number 6. The campaign pre-order perk for Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 is pretty good. Michael McWhorter at Polygon writes, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 officially launches on October 28th, but players who pre-order the game digitally, that is, will get early access to the game's single-player campaign for a week, Activision announced on Tuesday. It's an atypical move for the Call of Duty franchise, which usually dangles access to multiplayer beta tests and cosmetics as pre-order incentives. Activision says that digital pre-orders for Modern Warfare 2 will grant, quote, up to one week, end quote, of early access to the full campaign starting on October 20th. It's a strong incentive to get players to actually play the story-based side of Call of Duty and not just the competitive multiplayer component. According to the Achievement Tracking website True Achievements, typically less than one-third of players will complete a Call of Duty campaign, but given a full week, that could change with Modern Warfare 2. I have to give Activision a lot of credit on this one. I think this is genius. These campaigns are typically pretty good. I really enjoyed the Monoir for a reboot campaign, so I'm excited to get my hands on this one. And it just is an excuse for everyone to get their hands on the game the way it feels, that a little tasting before they jump into the multiplayer, because a lot of developers put a lot of work into these campaigns. I can't wait to jump in early now. Number seven, Overwatch 2 is getting cross progression and account merging is coming for the original game. Brian Leston at IGN writes, Overwatch 2 will include cross progression across all formats, and starting today, you'll be able to merge console and PC accounts from the original game, carrying all your collected progression with you to the new version. Overwatch 2 will essentially replace the original Overwatch when the game is launched on October 4th. The game will feature cross-progression across all formats, and Activision Blizzard has announced that you will be able to merge multiple accounts to bring your existing Overwatch progression into the sequel. Quote, with the launch of cross-progression, players can merge multiple Overwatch accounts to carry progression and engage cosmetics into Overwatch 2 on a single profile, end quote, said an official statement. Quote, starting August 16th, every player with a linked console account will be prompted to log in to identify, select, and confirm the accounts you want to merge. Once you approve, we will prepare your accounts to be merged during the release of Overwatch 2. End quote. I had to highlight this as Overwatch was obviously huge, and hopefully people are still excited for 2. Doesn't make sense why they're doing 2, but we've touched on that in the show before. This is the right move though, get everything all together, make it one account so that you can get everything on all the platforms you want to play on. I'm certainly going to give it a try, but I'm just so into Destiny 2 right now, I don't think I have time for another live service game. And number 8, Dead Island 2 Release Date Screenshots and New Info Leaks via Amazon. Sean Carey at True Achievements writes, The Dead Island 2 release date appears to have leaked via an Amazon listing along with new screenshots and details about the long-delayed zombie game from Dambuster Studios and publisher Deep Silver. A new Amazon listing spotted by Wario64 on Twitter reveals that Dead Island 2 will release for Xbox Series X and S, Xbox One, PS5, and PS4 on February 3rd, 2023. The listing also includes several screenshots and a description of the game. According to the listing, Dead Island 2 is set in Los Angeles, which has been quarantined by the military due to a deadly virus spreading throughout the city. Your character is immune to the pathogen and will have to, quote, learn to harness the zombie inside, and in quote, while uncovering the truth behind the outbreak. There are 6 characters to choose from and each has their own personality and dialogue. You'll be able to customize each character's abilities, and thanks to a new skill system that allows you to respec instantly and try out the craziest builds. Dead Island 2 will also feature dozens of distinct zombie types, each with their own mutations and attacks in iconic LA locations such as Venice Beach and Beverly Hills. It could only be that this game would be leaked through an Amazon listing. Go do the research, and this game was originally set to launch somehow in 2015, and now we're going to get it in 2023? That's wild. I don't know what the audience for this game is. I can't imagine this game is very good or does very well at all. I remember being hoodwinked by the first one. I feel like I liked it at the time, but when I thought more back on it, I'm like, man, that game did not run well. It was buggy. (sighs) Such disappointment because you need to go back and watch that first reveal trailer for Dead Island 1. That is one of the greatest video game trailers of all time up there with the Gears of War Mad World trailer. Do yourself a favor, watch it. But then if you watch gameplay, it's like, wow, this is nothing like that. As always, we end our show with a fun fact about Xbox, and this one actually was discovered this week, and it could have been a story, but it's a little bit of a fun fact. Credit to Logan Plant at IGN. Marvel canceled an open-world Iron Man game from the studio behind Just Cause. In an interview with MinMax, Avalanche Studio co-founder Christoph Sonberg said that the game was in development for a couple of years before it was ultimately canceled around 2012. It would have been an open-world game where Sonberg said you'd be able to take off and just fly anywhere. Songberg also mentioned the ability to punch enemies through walls with Iron Man's repulsor gloves. This is pretty disappointing. It seems like these guys could have pulled out a great Iron Man game, and especially when you get your hands on Anthem if people actually play that. I'm like, wow, this could have been such a fun Iron Man game. Obviously, I love Iron Man being a big MCU fan, so what could have been? Thank you all for listening to the Xbox and 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. If you like the show, please subscribe to your favorite podcast service. Share with your friends, leave a review, and follow on all social media at Xbox and 10. This past week, I have been traveling, so apologies on the audio, like I said, but I did catch COVID, which has sucked. So I didn't have much time to play games, but during the travel, I was playing KOTOR 2 on my Switch. Absolutely love that game. Can't wait to keep playing it there and finishing it out. I'm excited to get back to Destiny 2 with the launch of the new season this week. Cannot wait. My name is Brandon Rose. You can follow me on Xbox or ProZen93. Hope you all have a great week. Stay safe and keep on gaming.